0: me and from my research all that means is that those those people in particular covid would have done backflips in their body right would have loved just swimming around them <laughs> if not they funny. did not
1: why are we laughing it's not a game it's a What up, peeps? This is Alyssa, and I'm here with my co-host and faux little bro, Andre. Yay! <laughs> We're <He's> back! Back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> back! Done having these dry lips just talking by myself for 40 <laughs> minutes. I'm done with it.
1: Party! I'm back. I'm back. Oh, my gosh. I almost said a bad word. I almost said, I'm back. <laughs> But I did it. You're not going to catch me slipping. I'm here. Hi. Hi, everyone. I missed you. Not Andre. <laughs> wow.
0: <I>
1: <laughs> I'm kidding. You know what? Um, I probably needed this in my life. I probably should have been here to record the last two weeks um, because... As Andre noted, he's like, hey, you're pretty chipper today. And I was like, you know what, I'm not <laughs> chipper, actually. But okay. I think just being able to talk to people outside of my house is making me happy. So I am happy to be here to chat with you, broski. Yes, sir. Um, so n- well yeah. Well
0: needed time over here.
1: What's been happening? What's been happening for two weeks?
0: Um, A whole lot of nonsense in the media, but in my personal life. <laughs> First of all, life's been uh pretty cool. Kids are getting older. My youngest is starting to like, like ah, I don't want to be here anymore. Turn, I'm off it. I'm <laughs> trying to turn over from her front to her back and all kind of things. And today she sneezed like directly in my face, and I almost mm. had to, you know, give her some walking papers. I was like, okay, here's your passport. You're a big woman now. Go your ways.
1: Did you have your mouth <laughs> open? <Did> you- <laughs>
0: I was playing with her and I leaned in. I was like, ha ha in my face. I
1: was like, oh, okay, that's a game we're playing. Cool. 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 No respect. The Disrespect. <laughs> Let me tell you, these kids have been wiling out. Okay. So I'll come back with a, with a story that has nothing to do with anything, but has everything to do with the way these kids just be disrespecting us in life. So, um, Everybody who has seen my husband in real life knows that he is a big dude, right? He is six seven. He's muscular. He is just like very um, you know, just very like a big menacing kind of dude.
0: Hey, <laughs> so- hey protect black black lives. He's not menacing.
1: <laughs> so he's a menacing, he's a menacing dude. Um, and so the other day, our youngest baby bear, this kid has no fear. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what he did to him. I don't know if he punched him or he said something rude to him. But then my husband was like, he was like, you know, people used to be scared of me, you know? (laughs) And and baby bear goes, who? Who? Who's scared of you? (laughs) There's no manners. Who? Who's scared of you? These kids, they fear nothing. They fear nothing. So... It's funny. It's been so difficult to figure out kind of how we want to raise these children, because Mm. on the one side, we want to raise confident children who are not afraid to speak their minds, who speak up in the face of injustice, who don't let people, you know, talk to them any kind of way, especially as black children. Right. Like we don't want anyone to kind of put them in these boxes, but like it's backfired because for us, they don't fear anything like they don't care what we say because they're like, no, you taught you taught us to speak back. And so they do always and like any opportunity.
0: That's exactly what's going on with um myself and Angela at home with my oldest, because, again, we're trying to raise some raise a child that's going to, again, speak up, speak for themselves and all those things. So you have times now where we're on the road and we'll be like, hey do this and she'd be like no i'm doing this and somebody'd be like oh she's feisty or Uh, oh, she's rude it's like no she's not rude she's just saying no i don't want to leave the park i want to stay at the park because i'm playing on the swing like there's nothing wrong with her actually doing that or saying that but like in the moment right now it's like oh my gosh why aren't you listening to me <laughs> yep you child you have it out for me i'm gonna <laughs> show you how strong i am and talk to you in my deepest voice." We try. Make you fear me. But no, they're they're being kids. That's the kind of kids that we want. Kids aren't going to be fools when they grow up and just follow what everybody says.
1: Yeah. So it's been, you know, it's been a year now, a year that we've been like here in this pandemonium, Mm -hmm. just living life with our kids, you know, can you, okay. Do you remember, because I do vividly, do you remember a when you got the news that we were leaving school and B Mm. like that last day because those are two separate days like the the actual day we left but the end the day we got the news
0: yeah i remember the the day we left and i i remember like packing up some things because i was like oh maybe I know in that first week of March break, I'm not do I'm I'm Andre. I'm not Mister Mattressing those times. I'm <laughs> doing whatever fun thing I want to do, but maybe sometime in that second week, I'll plan for a day or two. So I <laughs> I, I make sure I pack like one or th- one or two things, or I brought a binder home with me or something like that. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be weird. Like it's cool to have a two week uh, break, but it's gonna be weird to be off for two weeks and then come back. But hey, we'll be back soon and. <laughs> soon hasn't come yet
1: soon never came (laughs) and here we are here we are in literally the exact same position different time so a month apart but the exact same position so we're in a position where they said okay spring break enjoy Mm -hmm. your spring break but we're gonna add an extra week so this or last time it was they were gonna add two additional weeks right or were they just adding one?
0: They're adding one so that they we're, we're adding- out of the building for two weeks.
1: Yeah, out of the building for two weeks. This time they tried to do the same thing for Peel. and then Yeah, Toronto they
0: ran. And- oh my gosh, I'm just taking that in. Yep, they ran yeah. the same thing. They're saying, they said, hey, did. you know what? The week before Noah come and mm-hmm. then enjoy Mar- March break or <laughs> April break now. Before. And then
1: you'll be back. Look yeah. at these liars. I'm really taking
0: it. Oh my gosh. Do you
1: see the shadiness? So shady, again, shady. <laughs> for anyone who is not uh in Ontario right now and living this life. Congratulations, you've won. Um <laughs> <laughs> but for the rest of us here, uh on this struggle bus and you know riding riding in the back of this struggle bus, um what is happening is we okay, so they gave educators and everyone, schools um in Peel in Peel Peel, sorry, let's try this again. Peel Regional Health, Hell Region, Peel, what are we called? Peel Regional Health. Peel
0: Health. Peel, Peel Health? Regional Health. Something like that.
1: So, um decided because and rightfully so that school should be closed um like ASAP. So this was after the the Easter break. Uh that yeah. Tuesday that everyone was supposed to head back. Uh they were like, you know what? No, but they decided ultra late because the government of Ontario, uh, Ford Lech Oosterhoof, Oosterhof, sorry, I should I should not butcher people's names on purpose. That's mean. <laughs> but they're mean.
0: Yeah, Let no, me. that's just what they do. They, It's like we're living. It's like a movie. That's what it is. And they, they're they the ones with the script. And they're just giving it to us just line by line. Like they give us a line <laughs> and they say, oh, hug that. Hold that for a week. You're not going to know what's happening next. Ah, red herring here. Yeah, <laughs> like deal with it. That's literally what they're doing.
1: They're like, we want genuine reactions. <laughs> so we can't tell you too far so you can prep. Exactly. Letchford so, Lechford and Oosterhof um, decided not to close schools because schools, in their opinions, were ultra safe. The safest space the you can safest, The <laughs> safest place in Ontario. Safest. Safest place in, was schools um and so they decided not to close down schools when they made their announcement said nope schools will remain open um but then Peel regional health was like "Mm, according to the numbers like i felt like magic school bus uh magic school bus moment like uh according to my research um bill regional health said shut it down like these schools are hot spots like there is a problem here so they shut down schools the week before spring break Uh, So schools were shut down then school this week that we are currently recording. This um, is spring break. So shut Mm -hmm. down now shut down before we got, when did we get word yesterday? Day before.
0: Yeah, I think yesterday, Yesterday. Monday, Monday.
1: Monday. So uh, Monday we got word that nobody is going back to school. So originally it was only peel. Toronto had decided, I think the day after. So the the, people went to school on Tuesday, but not Wednesday. Yeah. Um, Something strange like that. They were late. Um, and then, yeah, nobody is going back. And they said indefinitely. So we know oh, what he indefin- said indefinitely. indefinitely yes. Is I what. thought he
0: said two additional weeks. No, they changed it again.
1: Okay. Maybe not. I read indefinitely. I saw indefinitely okay. somewhere. Um, it might be two additional weeks, but I saw indefinitely. So we don't, okay. That just goes to show you, let's just throw that out there though, that Andre and I have received two different messages. We work for the same board. Same board. We live in the same city. Same city. We watch the same CP24. Same, right? I'll get my different CP24. message. <laughs> different message. And we don't know. We don't know. So it could be two weeks. It could be indefinitely. We are not sure. Um. So yeah, it's nasty. It's
0: nasty. Like, <laughs> I I really don't understand how they. How they're crafting and having their meetings, and then, like I said, they're like, "Okay, we thought about it. Let go tell the people this," and then it's like while they were telling the people, they got more information. They're like, "Ooh, okay, let them (laughs) sit with that two three days, and then we'll drop the next news." But in that two three days, something else happened, and they they don't want to go back on their word because you know government tactics. We're not going to say we were wrong. We're just going to turn things around. So this is how you can have a man say, "Hey." Schools have to remain open. They are super safe. And then come back and be like, Well, you know, um, maybe (laughs) closing. Just we wanna make sure the school is safe, so we're going to close it. But I thought it was safe for the people in there already. No, 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 no. Close it, let it get get it get its safety juices flowing again, and then we'll put them back in. Like (laughs) I don't understand.
1: Where are these safety juices? Like (laughs) I can't. So I get, okay. I just feel like at what point, and this goes for life, at what point does your humanity kick in? Mm-hmm. I get it. You don't want to go back on your word, right? Because then you look like a Hedia. But you already look like a Hedia because, like, Big you're fool. saying 10 different things all the time and the message changes. Like one day. So I think I saw somewhere that uh, Lech's message changed in 17 hours. So Shit. he sent one message saying, Schools wouldn't be closed because they're super safe. And then the next message that went out in 17 hours was schools are closed indefinitely. So like you you do it anyway. Why not just be like, you know what? In full transparency, we're not sure. Mm -hmm. The information presented was this. Now it's this. This is why we chose this. Not just like, "Ah, we'll try this. Ah, We'll try this. Ah," Like, and always like when Ford came on and announced, he then was like, oh, great, uh, like, great job, Lech. Like, Lech is doing a great job with, like, you know, making online and virtual learning succeed and, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Lech did nothing. <laughs> Lech can nothing. barely keep track of his own pants. Like, what do you mean <laughs> that he made the decision? Like, teachers are keeping this thing afloat. So, Exactly. It's rude. It's hella rude on helper out
0: here. what makes it, like so uncomfortable to sit in and like live with every day is that um i think the government of ontario because again different things are happening in other provinces but Mm -hmm. the government of ontario is making it seem like we live in this bubble and they've locked off communication between us and the outside world so prime example the toronto raptors aren't playing in Toronto right now. The Toronto basketball team, they're playing in Florida. For anybody who doesn't follow basketball, they're playing in Florida because in Toronto, we're not allowing any like um, live events. So no seating, all of that stuff, right? So for me throughout this season, I've I've been watching the games obviously because I'm an avid fan, but now I'm watching the games. And before you saw no fans and then, you know, you saw like the owner sitting courtside and then they and um then they would show like you know the fans sitting really really high, and now that up to like when I think they played like two days ago, the fans are just creeping closer and closer <laughs> to the court. And again, to the to me, I'm in Ontario, and I I'm being told I can't go to Dollarama and buy crayons, but. <laughs> These guys get to, <laughs> these guys in in Florida and all over other states are pretty much doing, re- play, doing regular life. It, and that's my problem. We haven't established at all how to, like, have a regular life. We have Ford who's coming up here acting like he's a dictator, like, ah, I'm going to shut everything down <laughs> so fast if you guys don't stay in your houses. Like, <laughs> and then at the same time it's so like flippy floppy wishy-washy back and forth with his word and what we're allowed to do and what we're not allowed to do and then the world is just acting like everything's normal of course you can go out just make sure you wear your mask which is you know kind of makes sense whether you are whatever side of the conspiracy you're on there as long as you can go out wear your mask you should be okay and keep your distance but he over here it's no it's um like We're in Armageddon section housing. Nobody leave. Lockdown. (laughs) The the earth is, the the air is contaminated. Don't leave your house. Like,
1: stop it. Okay, wait. I have something to say about regions and lockdown, but I have to get my charger because I'm a mess today and my computer's going to die. So, pause. Back from our commercial break. (laughs) My bad. Haven't done this in a while. Obviously, I didn't have my charger. But in any case, so. What I think is so odd about all of this, why am I out of breath? Gosh, I've been doing nothing in quarantine. Can't even run <laughs> to get my charger and come back. I'm going to be on this thing like,
0: <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. So, like I was saying, um, what I find most annoying and strange about this is all the like regional lockdowns, right? So, this idea that like they announced that Peel and Toronto or like all of Ontario going into this shutdown this is what they called it so it wasn't a lockdown it was a shutdown i don't know what the difference is between a lockdown and a shutdown (laughs) still to this day (laughs) and i was like wait we never got out of lockdown peel and toronto never got out of lockdown so what changes for us they were like oh you can't do outdoor dining and i was like but we never really got to the point where we could do outdoor dining because the weather wasn't nice enough so they took that away but then the odd part about is that all of these places so it's like Toronto borders York, right? Toronto borders uh, Durham. Um, Toronto borders Peel. then Peel borders uh, Halton. Peel borders York. like we we mm-hmm. border all of these areas. and so it was like you could go get your nails done, you know east of whatever that border line is. Is it young that that breaks it up? I don't know the DVP, whatever. I don't know. Whatever. Or you could do, like, so Steels, You could go north of Steels into Vaughan and, like, get your nails done. But then, like, just if you cross over that light into Toronto, then you couldn't get your nails done. And so I just wondered, like, how are you planning to prevent all of these, like, transmission-type things when people are border hopping anyway, right? Like, you're going to tell me... Yeah, and it's
0: it's not just that. It's, like, you can't, again, because... This is not Nazi Germany. And when I'm being specific, I'm not trying to be racist or anything like that. I mean, like back I in 1940, you're get- <laughs> I mean, back in 1940, where they're under a Nazi regime to say, hey, don't leave the house. Don't go. Like, we don't live in that type of society here. We live in a democracy. So if I want to get in my car and drive 15 minutes, Who are you to tell me I can't go to Vaughn? You can't tell me that. It's true. And I even saw in the news, people like, yeah, you know, um, people should stay where they are because of, you know, transmission issues and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, you might feel that way. But if you're the mall that I frequent to all the time, whether I live 20 minutes away or not, as soon as I hear you're open, I'm going back to my favorite mall. Who are you to tell me I can't go to my favorite mall because you live five minutes from it. And I live 20.
1: Yeah. I think, I, I think again, especially as this, you know, Papa John's wears on, we're just in (laughs) a different place. you're, You're smiling, but like, it's true with every, with every like new, I don't new wave. And like, I never understood these waves because I never even knew that we were ever coming out of any of these waves. Like, let's be honest. They're like, Oh, we're entering wave three. I'm like, when did wave two go away? Like, I thought we were still riding. I thought we were surfing USA <laughs> out here. Like, huh? <laughs> when did we, I just, I don't know. I get, I get the pandemic fatigue at this point. Um, but I don't, I honestly don't know what to say about it because I feel it. Like I'm over it. My kids are over it. Like, we example so it was brother bear's birthday this past weekend we bought a bouncy castle not rented a bouncy castle we bought one for Mm. the backyard because these kids are never going to go to an indoor playground again (laughs) when when are you getting there tell me by the time things reopen up two years from now my kids are going to be too big like
0: Yeah, that's that's I my biggest problem, as I mentioned before, and as I've always mentioned, is that we haven't come up with a way to live with this. Right at some point in time, people had to live with the Spanish flu, and people were dropping like flies.
1: Spanish flu time. Thank you. Right,
0: but eventually we had to learn to adapt and live with it, and do whatever. Obviously, there's vaccines created in that time as well, but. People had to adapt and live with it. For this, here in Ontario, we haven't really done that at all. Like, we go inside, the numbers go down a little bit, and they say, okay, you guys can go out again, and then people go out, and then they're like, why is everybody out? Look, the numbers (laughs) are high, back inside. (laughs) So we haven't actually come up with a way to cope with it.
1: So my question is, I guess, do you think that this time, this shutdown lockdown business, coupled with the vaccine, that is you know out and available for teachers now is that going to help or do you think we're still going to be do you think we're surfing usa for the next like i said two years like where do you think we are
0: so um i think that we're going to be in this uh, in a weird place where now finally that younger people are able to get the vaccine it's going to put those numbers down even lower because it's the younger people it's the 20 to forties that are running out making their appointments to go get vaccinated right we weren't they were waiting for you know 75 year olds to hop on the internet not saying that they can't but <laughs> <laughs> they, were to 75- <laughs> they were
1: waiting for grandmas and grandpas?
0: They're waiting for seventy-five-year-olds and getting mad at them. Like, why? Why haven't you signed up? There's two hundred thousand people that are seventy living in Ontario that have Well, obviously they they haven't. Maybe their grandkids haven't They're helped them sign the on bank yet to
1: do all their checkbooks, man.
0: Right. So now that we're in a place where you like, we <laughs> have the, all. I guess, the majority of the population <clears throat> getting ready and, and gearing up to take the vaccine. It might. Help with our number situation, which hopefully will help with us being able to stay outside more than two weeks.
1: I'm nervous. Hopefully. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I've just hit the point where I'm, like, skeptical about everything. And I feel like I hate that the pandemic has done that. Like, I literally feel very skeptical about any and everything right now. Like, someone could say something, I'm like, I don't know about that. And it literally could be, like, (laughs) the sky is blue. Like, I'm not sure. Like, I feel so... Like, I'm questioning everything, even down to, mm. um, okay, so let's talk. We've kind of gone into this vaccine territory. So um, teachers were told, so originally we weren't even on this docket, right? Like, they were not trying to give teachers vaccines at all.
0: Because schools were the safest place Safest in place. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so teachers, they were not, like, they were not prioritizing teachers at all. But you know what? I will say, and again, we don't say this a lot, but, like, shout out to the unions, because the unions were really the ones pushing for teachers to be vaccinated. For sure. They were the ones sending letters, putting out press releases, bugging the government. Like they were in it. Like you need to get these teachers vaccinated. Like especially if you want to reopen these schools, that's the only way it's going to happen. And so mm-hmm. we got notice last week, I think, um, that we were going to be eligible for the next round of vaccinations because they're doing it in stages. So in this current stage, uh, it was teachers. But then they specified and they said special education teachers. Then they backtracked and said, no, it's all teachers. So again, the messaging changed from day to day. Um, And so we had the opportunity to to book vaccines. Now, I don't know kind of where teachers are sitting as a whole in terms of, you know, do I book a vaccination? Should I do this? Especially with, you know, we're seeing like, which one is it astrazeneca with the blood clots and things like Mm -hmm. that um for anyone who's had to deal with a blood (laughs) clot before like uh again my husband had a blood clot in his leg which is the thing that stopped him from playing basketball for so long
0: um Mm.
1: things like that are nerve-wracking right like and they're like well don't worry about it because (laughs) the risks or the benefits outweigh the risks i'm like but what if you've already had a blood clot before like doesn't that make you like i feel like I'm a little more apprehensive to take this thing that you're telling me is causing blood clots in people. Um, like those are serious. Those are serious things. So Mm. I get, I get like both sides and I feel like I, I feel like I'm kind of, I teeter. So on the one hand, I want a vaccine, um, because I need some semblance of normal again. And I feel like even if it's not a hundred percent preventative, if it's going to take away the worst case scenario for me, um, which is like ventilator. And it's only, so now if I do catch this thing, I'm only going to be, I'm going to be less sick, I guess, than I was. Yeah. That to me is beneficial because I'm staying alive. Right. Um, but on the other hand, especially, you know, as a black person, I understand like medical racism is real. Um, I, I also feel like apprehensive about something that again, they're not really sure about, like, they're like, ah, we, how could we have predicted these blood clots? Like, um, (laughs) that's a little nerve wracking that you didn't, that you didn't realize that like this was a thing until it started popping up. And so that part of me is nervous. Um, and so I feel like, I like I want it and I don't want it at the same time. I also understand too that there are variants and that this particular vaccine or these ones that have been developed have been developed for the first variant and not for the other ones. And so that makes yeah. me nervous too. Like I'm like, what am I taking here? What <laughs> kind of cocktail? Like help me. So I feel That's, like it just. Hmm. I don't yeah.
0: know. I'd be. I I haven't talked to any other. um teachers other than my wife to like hear their opinions. Um my wife is a super scientist. (laughs) Um so she's been doing a lot of research on her own to to look into like the trials that they ran when when um when they were creating the vaccine and all of that stuff. And essentially from my little research that I've done all I all I can put together I guess is that um the vaccine overall, the best thing that helps our overall situation is having a lot of people that have taken the vaccine.
1: Mm-hmm, I agree,
0: and I think it's called like horde vaccination or something like that. Heard right? So that herd immunity. So that's the that's the best thing. So if I, for me, I'm thinking, okay, if I can be a part of that, mm-hmm. and again, put us in a place where we're going to some sort of normal, and I know things aren't going to go back to normal. So even for the people that are like, ah, I'm tired of wearing my mask. Me, not so much because, again, I don't leave my house like that. So to be in my mask for a half an hour when I'm in the grocery store is not that big a deal to me. Um, But Mm -hmm. if I can, again, if I can be a part of this horde immunity and get us on some sort of path, then I want to be involved in that. Um, For my wife, talking to my wife because my wife um, breastfeeds, one of the things that she was looking into is like, okay, how does this vaccination going to affect our, our children? And it, it benefits them because she can now pass on antibodies to them. And it's Mm -hmm. the weirdest thing about all of this is that we we're spending all of this time and talking about a vaccine and talking about this vaccine, especially in my household, we're doing all of this talk and thinking about, okay, what is going to happen? What is going to happen at the same time, knowing that in the past year in my household, not a sniffle not a sneeze not a cold nothing and and we've been out i've been outside like i mentioned that in the in the beginning of the podcast i take my i take my daughters to the park right i go to the grocery store i do what i have to do so um and haven't thank god haven't got anything or even felt like you know sideways one day or something like that so Mm
1: -hmm.
0: now it's like okay well. Again, I could still do nothing and still be fine. Yep. But now do I have a responsibility to for the betterment of everybody else that's around me to take part in this vaccine? Right. I can understand people being scared about like you know which one do I take when I go to the um, vaccination center? Which one are you giving me? Because yeah. again, we've heard things about AstraZeneca
1: <laughs> and Johnson and Johnson. I don't know. And what Johnson it, and Johnson, why does there seem so sideways? Like <laughs> like it wasn't supposed to come out, and they're like, "No, us too."
0: <laughs> yeah, it's because people are running competition and Pfizer is like, dun, 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 nah, we did it," and they were like, "Oh, we can do it, do oh, we can do it. we can do it, we can do it, we can do it, we're coming, we're coming." That's literally what happened. <laughs> So it's it's um, I will I'm I'm curious to see what other teachers think if anybody else has any like big vaccination energy, big vax energy big and is va- ready to get <laughs> ready to get this needle in their armor. People are like, you know, super apprehensive about it.
1: The funny thing is, is yesterday, because that was the the day that they said that uh, teachers could book um, my timeline, my Facebook timeline. because That's mm-hmm. where actually a lot of uh, the teachers that I know in Ontario are. Um, Had big, big vax energy. Like, all right. (laughs) Big
0: vax energy. Big vax
1: energy. Like, we booked. You can book too. Here's how you book. I got a message on Instagram from a teacher that I know that was like, hey, here's how I did it. Like immediately. Mm -hmm. So, like a lot of big vax energy yesterday. My my inbox was actually like pretty full with people like, Hey, here's how I did it. Here's how I like you can do it too. Um, Okay. and I I definitely, I definitely felt the peer pressure. I will say that my mom is actually getting her vax. Uh, her mm. first dose tonight, and okay. truthfully, my mom got
0: got hers already.
1: Did she? I'm actually really excited for my mom. Um, it makes me feel better, truthfully. So again, I think that was the other thing that made me feel like a little bit better about it. Was that like my mom was getting it, and I just I want that for her. Like I want my, I want to know that my mom will be you know protected because I really have been. Like my mom is not by any means like old and frail and fragile. Like. Yeah my mom is actually very young um and so but again just for my peace of mind and you know i actually feel i feel good about it i'm hoping that you know everything's okay she said she would message me <laughs> so it happens in a couple of hours and mm-hmm. i'm just kind of you know holding her in my prayers right now and being like all right like <laughs> keep yeah, my mommy I safe i need her
0: <laughs> my mom um said that she had she had didn't have any problems with her first dose. She gets her second dose soon, actually. I think in next week, I believe she gets her second dose. Oh, wow. So her first one, she said she had no problems other than like her hand, her arm kind of feeling heavy and burning her. Like mm. what happens anytime anyone gets like a flu shot or anything like that. Um, but no symptoms. So even when you go online and you're seeing like people are like, oh, I was finished. Thought I was going to die. <laughs> right all that to me and from my research all that means is that those those people in particular covid would have done backflips in their body right would have loved just swimming around them (laughs) (laughs) if they did not (laughs) sorry
1: why are we laughing
0: yeah but covid would have done backflips in 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 their body if they did not take this vaccine because obviously just like any vaccine, it it is giving you like, you know,
1: a tiny dose of it,
0: little dose of it. Let's see so that your body can build up the defense mechanism against it. Right. So if you're getting a little tiny dose and you're out, uh, had trouble breathing, had to sit down, couldn't go to work three days. Imagine Mm -hmm. if somebody like walked past you and just, and you caught it in Walmart,
1: True. what would have
0: happened? So So that is something else that I keep in mind too, with this even taking the vaccine as well. I wonder how I'm going to react to it.
1: Do I guess this is something that I don't think they've said. What happens? And then for all the teachers who are getting vaccinated on uh, probably around the same time too, right? Because everybody Mm -hmm. called yesterday at about the same time. So my guess is that for the next couple, I want to say, let's say three weeks, like April, they're all April doses. Are you going to have people out of work? Like what happens if they don't feel well? Like there's Mm -hmm. been no contingency plan as to what happens once we are vaccinated or we take this first dose. What if, yeah, like, you know, populations of people are like, ah, I don't feel so hot. Uh, what then?
0: And uh, Maybe that's why they, they're having everyone in Ontario, all the teachers or schools closed because they know, yeah. okay, you can feel bad, but hey, you better hop on this Google meet <laughs> and <laughs> teach these kids. <laughs> <laughs> You oh can be wrapped up in a blanket, but you better be teaching Pythagorean theorem. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so I get, I have, I do have a question. I have a self, like a self-serving question. um, Because I haven't been at work for the last little bit. Dun, 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 nah. Surprise for any of you who didn't know, <laughs> which is everybody. <laughs> um, But how has, how was school going before the break? Like what's happening online? Because you talked about with, Uh, your friend about what was happening in schools but what was happening online
0: online has been the same and i feel like they designed like the school year saying hey um whoever's online you're online for the rest of the year was done per for this purpose so that Things have flown as normal, like the kids that are in school, in and out of school, old school, my class is locked down. I'm not in school for a week. Oh, my teacher's gone. I'm going to have this projector version of my teacher to teach me for a week or two. Right. So they've had all of this up, up and down, up and down, whereas the kids online, they're kind of in their routine. Nothing's really messing them up. I think what is happening now, as much as I love it, so I'm not really going to complain too much. But um, one of the things that we had mentioned long, long time ago, a couple episodes back, is that with us being online, the kids are getting so much access to the environment to not the environment, sorry, the to community. um the community. Thank you. So they're getting so much access to the community. So many different speakers come in are are coming into their homes and having conversations with them, which is great. And because of that, we're I'm in a space right now where we have like community meetings like at least two three times a week. That's all awesome. at the least. So it's cool. But then on the other hand you're like, ah, my teaching, where? No, <laughs> time. Where are you going? Oh no, time is running out. But for me personally, I'm like, you guys if you're elicited, you got it. we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll get it back together <laughs> after the meeting's done. But it's been really cool. Like um prime example, this or sorry, this past week, um the students got to see uh Jugmeet singh
1: jealous i'm sad I, that one
0: i didn't even know big surprise big <laughs> surprise And if any, anyone who doesn't know who um Jugmeet singh is he's the um oh what would you call it? he's the N ndp i think it's candidate or leader candidate meaning that um the next election from a prime minister he's the front runner for the ndp party um but he's he's very like charismatic. is very involved in the youth, so a lot of the youth know who he is from his presence on social media and things like that. Mm-hmm. So f- for me, not knowing about him or not knowing that he's going to be in this meeting, and then like sitting in the meeting and then seeing his face, I was like, "Oh snap,
1: it's my boy, <laughs> <laughs> big big celebrity!" What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So his but, official uh, title is um, he is leader of the of the New Democratic Party. That, okay, this so is So he's a leader, and he's a MP uh a member of parliament for the riding of Burnaby South. Okay. BC for those of you who are like, huh? <laughs> 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 In BC.
0: What is a riding? I don't know. Oh. Sorry, US people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, um we do like again, we know that life is is political and so it's funny like it's funny when we talk like this and we're like yeah jug me and we're like big up big up jug me so obviously you know kind of where we sit mm-hmm. um but this idea that like we're not allowed to tell students where we sit because it influences like their i guess political like I'm like what political ambitions do my <laughs> to my 12 my 12 year old nonsense <laughs>
0: big nonsense they
1: know where i i, sit.
0: I dismantled that um in my grade 8 class that I taught uh last school year yeah mm-hmm. last school year um that was right around when we were having our um prime minister elections and i told the kids i literally made an assignment i said kids i don't know who to vote for so i'm breaking you up into groups all of you are going to represent a party and you're going to have a debate. So you need to go and learn your parties, um, where they stand on certain issues. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask, I gave them like 10 questions that would be asked. And I'm going to ask these questions. and You guys are going to actually debate. And you're literally going to help me choose who I'm going to end up voting for. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, who I'm going to go to that, you know, go to the election box and take, put their, my check mark or circle, pencil, whatever thing beside their name. And it was a great experience for the kids because, you know, they you, you get in 12, 13-year-olds into politics that would care less. They they just know, okay, that guy looks like me. Hopefully my parents voted for him <laughs> or her. That's that's really it. I don't, they don't really understand anything about their policies until they – unless it's an interest of theirs, especially if they're in high school where you can actually take politics, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't really mean anything to them. So for me, that was a – it's i think it's important that kids get to know these things it shouldn't be a secret it's something i never understood where people are always so hush hush on who they voted for no stand in it be strong and when so even like for the people in the states all of you that voted for trump when he did all of his foolishness for the four years stand strong in it you Mm -hmm. voted for the man you're the one who put him there and i should be, be able to say to you hey Look at your boy. Look what he's doing. (laughs)
1: Look at your (laughs) boy.
0: (laughs) Look at your boy. I should be able to do that. And there shouldn't be any, like, you know, um, secret behind or I'm doing this behind closed doors. Like, yes, I know they put you in a box and they tell you vote and no one can see who you're voting for. But we are all influenced by our experience, by our world around us, by the people who teach us already. So it shouldn't be a secret.
1: I agree. And so I have one like final question as I'm back. So okay. now I'm interviewing you. Um, <laughs> how are you feeling about the upcoming school year? So this one is kind of like I, all, and this is just me kind of getting through this and thinking like, okay, so this year's almost finished mm. and looking ahead. So what does September hold in your mind? New teaching position, potentially new school, potentially depending on who you are, like, Obviously, I'm asking you directly, but like, I'm just kind of framing it for people. Like, this is the time when things are happening. Teachers are finding out what positions they're going to have for next year. They are deciding whether or not they're going to stay at their current schools or apply out, um, Mm -hmm. or whether they're going to leave the profession entirely.
0: (laughs) Or even, even, um, what's it called? Teachers are in teachers' college. This is the time, like, you're finished. You might, you might be in your final practicum right now and thinking, okay, do I want to teach at this school? Am I gonna who am I gonna get my reference from for when I have to start applying for the boards and stuff like that? So it's a interesting time. This April, April, May time. It's Mm -hmm. it's interesting. But for me, the next school year, I don't know. I like (laughs) I've I've said it so many times that like like this whole like thinking about and the the care for the actual like profession of teaching
1: Mm meh. Meh.
0: Meh. (laughs) Like (laughs) the kids are kids have always been awesome. Always like the kids, even if I don't like you and we have back and forth on days, my, 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 um, my heart is for the development or like the actual lived experience that they're going through and helping them through that. So whatever position I have, as long as I know what I'm teaching and I can, you know, do it with some confidence, I'm cool there. And I'm hoping we can be back in the building, but I don't know how back in the building is going to look. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we might get back in the building and one, one person could sneeze a whole class gone.
1: Because, <laughs> yeah. It's true. Right, Because
0: we're still in, we're still dealing with the pack. because we have no way yet of how to actually like, you know, live and adapt and cope. So we don't really know what the next day brings so if we're out indefinitely and no one's going back inside of a school building again until september and september comes and september is high like you know flu season inside schools somebody could sneeze and then we're ah back online again (laughs) (laughs) and and that could change how i feel entirely but right now it's just i'm just trying to get through these two months
1: fair but then okay so i have a follow-up question because you just kind of it just triggered um, because you were saying like, oh, we could be back online. So mm. do you think like, or how do you think this year of online teaching is going to inform your in-person teaching moving forward? Will you now always have an online component or is this something that you're like, okay, this was like pandemic life, but like, once this is done, I don't want to see a virtual space again. Like mm. where where do you sit?
0: For me, I, I think cause I'm like, I try to be tech savvy. Um, So I've always had some sort of online component, whether it was like just like Google classroom, hey, go here, that's where your assignment is type thing. Um, I think I'm going to keep that up just because it keeps everything in a nice, like organized spot and kids can, Hmm. you can always go back to this. Even if you're like, oh, Mr. M, I was slacking the first three months and I didn't do any assignments. Can I please do (laughs) them? There's actually a place that you can go and get them. Um, But I think that's something that I that I will always keep doing, but it it's going to be different. And I think it's gonna be different for these kids too. Remember, as I've said before, 99, 95 to 99% of my class, I don't see these I don't see them on camera. Not at all.
1: I don't even know who don't you know what or... their faces
0: are. Like. I don't know. And again, this is prime grade seven, puberty time. I don't know who has acne. I don't know whose voice <laughs> cracked because nobody talks, right? So to now go back into the school building and see how some of these kids have changed um how their personalities have changed because again I've talked to my class all the time okay you went from seeing everybody talking to everybody and now you're like foo me by myself hermit crab do everything for myself so I don't know how that's going to change for these um for the students I'm hoping everyone is kind of if we're back in the building I'm hoping everyone's you know excited to be there And we're able to get back to the norm, quote unquote, normal things that happen in middle schools, the things that I've missed. So the gym classes, people arguing and fighting, even Mm -hmm. though, you know, we don't tolerate fighting, but people arguing and (laughs) and fighting, kids running out the building. No, you can't call my mom. Mm,
1: I love a good run out of the building. I'm not going (laughs) to lie because where my classroom used to sit, prime running. I (laughs) never saw them running out.
0: (laughs) So that's, that's what I want to get back to, but I know it's going to be, it's going to be different and I've already, um, come to terms with the fact that it is going to be different. I just want to know what it's going to be. And I feel like right now my government doesn't know what it's going to be. So they're not preparing me at all. So I'm trying to think to myself of what I can do to prepare myself, but all I can really do right now is survive these two months.
1: (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. Um, You know what I really want to see when we get back, especially in middle schools, bring back the fun, bring back like you, these kids have been through it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. especially think about the grade sevens, right? The grade sevens came into grade six, like, "Mm, what's happening here? And then we're Mm -hmm. shut down. So never got to finish out that like weird year because grade six is a weird year. It's just like strange. They don't know what's going on. They don't really get it together until the end. And then they just transition into like grade seven, which is like the weird to cool year. Like it's that transition period. (laughs) Um, So then they come into this online environment and have to be in here. And never mind. And so, and again, on top of all of this, for the ones that entered last year, we were on strike. So they got nothing, no middle school experience, grade seven, no middle school experience. They might even go into grade eight without setting foot in a building again. Mm -hmm. and i just want to see like if we end up going back to into the building bring back like the middle school dances that you guys have taken away like why do we only have one middle school dance at the end of the year for graduation only for grade eights bring back the fun like bring back the chances um bring back like snack bars and like you know times for kids to just like those play dates where you would like go out and outside and have like water fights and like bring back all the nonsense stuff that people are like, why do you even have this in schools? You Mm -hmm. have it for mental health. So all this mental health stuff that we keep like saying, like it's for their mental health. They need to be in school for their mental health. They do, but they need all of those, those fun things that make you want to see your friends and hang out with other people and, you know, just joyful things. And like right now I'm really big on like, what is bringing me joy? How do we bring joy Mm -hmm. to others? Because, it's messy. I was telling I was telling Andre this year is sloppy. Like this, <laughs> put this year to bed because and mm-hmm. last year too. Put put her sister back to bed too because <laughs> be out here tripping in the stilettos. Like y'all are done. Last call was like you know, fifteen hours ago. I need you to. Rest <laughs> because it's, it's a mess. You're a mess. We don't want to be a mess as a result. Like you're just out here puking on our on my shoes. I'm upset. Can you tell? I'm done. I'm very done with all of this, and I need I need the joy back. So, yeah. I hope Hopefully that get back to that. Administrators, especially because it's not really a teacher thing. Like, yes, teachers can suggest it, but like administrators, uh, at the end of the day, will have the final call. I'm like, how do we bring this joy back? What are you allowing in your schools going forward? Um, What types of programming like that's in when I asked you that question about how you see next year, those are the things that I honestly started thinking about for next year. Like, how do I take my position and my new, new old position? I have like a mix of things that I am teaching next year. Mm -hmm. So how do I use especially those ones that are geared towards fostering mental health and community and, you know, well-being for our students? How do I how do I lean into that position? but lean into it in a way that looks different than what we've seen because traditionally, like, especially in, I'll just like say, like I'm moving into more of a guidance spec ed type of role or combination of roles. Typically in those roles, they're used for, like they're not preventative is what happens. They often end up being like, I'm in, I'm in crisis. How do we solve this crisis? But Mm -hmm. how do we create programming? Which is what, again, some of our guidance counselors have done in the past, which is awesome. Like our four that we've talked about, in creating these kind of things that have helped to mitigate some of these kind of crisis moments. Um, but how do we do that in kind of a joyful way? How do we bring back community and like something? Laughter. So, <laughs> laughter, fun. Like, I don't know. So that's, that's really going to be my focus. Also it's leaning into my dissertation work. Now I finally figured out what my dissertation is going to be about. Be proud of me. Be so excited. <laughs>
0: um,
1: and so I'm really Looking at, you know, the role of arts in intervention strategies and how how we bring joy back into schools. (laughs) Winner. One episode done. (laughs) We did it. This is a long (laughs) one. Long it's good.
0: We needed to talk, and I hope you enjoyed our um, conversations. If you enjoyed our back and forth, and your and you, but if you missed my voice, you can always go back and listen to those last two episodes that we just did, where it's just me by my lonesome self. But um, no. we thank you for listening to our uh, <laughs> podcast. You can find us wherever podcasts are available. If you're looking to keep up with when we have new episodes dropping, you can follow us on Instagram at Teachers Like Us.
1: And that's it. Thanks for listening, and thanks for having me back. (laughs) You can't. (laughs) Thanks for being back. But I was smiling. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Peace out. Peace.